So, um, you know, I can I really appreciate um, 50 talks to go through this material because it's rich, you know, and there's many, many, many different aspects to it and lots of ways of working with it and practicing with it and applications. And so it feels a little bit tight to do this in one night, but I thought, well, we'll give it a go and see how it goes, and then hopefully in the in-between times with the talks we can flesh things out a little bit more in terms of how to work with it with practice. Yeah. So, um, your turn. What comes up for you? What questions are there? What works? What doesn't work? Yes. Um, I guess with the death thing and the natural process, I wonder about we stop that now with embalming, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what does that do to our, our natural death process to make it slower? <laughs> like, that's what popped into my head when you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we will still decompose. You know, that still is what happens. It's just what happens is the veils of being able to see the process. It takes more um, determination to be able to do that. You know, in Asia, they still have charnel grounds where people just put dead bodies and they decompose. And in Tibet, they still have air air burials where the... the uh, what kind of birds are they? The... Yeah, huge, huge birds come and they and they eat bodies, you know. And people can still see that. And so, you know, there are parts of the world where that's still happening. But for our world, it's totally antiseptic and it's underneath, you know, white sheets and behind, you know, frozen doors. And it's it's actually hard. You have to make an effort to have contact with somebody who's died and, and to watch that process. Yes. Does that mean that we are trying to calm the mind to focus more on the body, or? So when attention focuses directly on the breath, then the mind naturally calms. And so we're not trying to calm the mind; we're trying to focus our attention in a way where the result is that the mind calms. And that kind of nuance is actually really helpful. Because if we try to calm the mind, usually what happens is, is the opposite. We set up a kind of uh, battle, and then that we have to navigate the battle. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess one thing I was kind of thinking about when you were saying at the very end how we all turned back into a pile of dirt was that it's really neat to think that like earth is dirt and that's what's always supporting us but that's also what we are our, our bodies are um, so I just not really a question but kind of just like a contemplation on that yes yeah lovely Creating the space inside. When was I talking about that? 
Okay, so that's that's not. I don't know that it's so much creating space as it is seeing the space that's already there. Okay, so like in our nasal passages and in our throat and our abdomen, and there's space. Yeah, it's already there. We don't have to create it. But when we think of the space that's already there, then one of the things that happens with that is, is that then we don't feel ourself as to be solid. Because there's actually space. Yeah. And then and then when we see that space that's inside of us, then that can help us see the space that's outside of us. So that when we use these contemplations to understand what the nature of our own body is, then it helps us to see the nature of all the other things around us. So when we're looking at the elements practice, we're looking at the body in terms of, you know, fire, water, air, space, okay, and earth. And so the purpose of this is to is to is to dissolve the illusion that we're solid, we're fixed, we're permanent, and that this is who I am, or this belongs to me. These two fundamental um, wrong views. This is who I am. This body is who I am. And this belongs to me are the two kinds of principal views that is the origin of an awful lot of fear and agitation and anxiety and grasping and anger. Because we want to protect me. We want me to be safe. And so we're not using this in order to bypass our normal needs, but in order to dismantle our extra fabrication of fear around a misunderstanding. Does that help or make it worse? beginning thing I would agree this is a lot because it's it's talking about another way of relating to our whole experience which is completely different from what we're normally used to and so I, I can understand the kind of like you know the feeling of you just landed on another planet and you're not quite sure how it works yet you know how does it all tie together and how does it work and so you know this is a path of practice where what is what is really um, encouraged is, is rather than to try and come up with a framework, a mental framework about how it all ties together, is just to see what happens when you do the breath meditation, how these things begin to settle out. 
how these questions then start to reveal for yourself how it all fits together. Now, remember that there's four parts of this meditation on the foundations. And one of them has to do with our thoughts. Okay? So that'll be the third class. So you've got to hang tight until we get there. <laughs> Suspend all thoughts for the next two months. <laughs> so obviously that's not possible to do, right? So what we're going to do is just for the next period of time is just focus on the breath and focus on the postures, Okay. And use that, you know, if you're willing to do that for a certain part of the day, focus on your breath, maybe for this next two weeks, just to focus on the breath, the breath meditation, and see how that supports your whole system settling. See how that supports calmness and clarity. See how that supports, you know, untangling pretzels that seem to get twisted up inside of ourselves. Yeah? And so there's, there is a... A trust element that we need to let, like the whole, all the other bigger questions, that it's not going to be possible for everything to slot into place, but to trust that there's enough value in staying with the breath that if we do that, then maybe that that there may be a way that these other questions will will either have time to be asked or that we will begin slowly to have a sense of how how they answer. When the punks are this quiet, I get scared. Gave us all a lot to chew Please, yes. Will you come to my potluck next week? Marty, I think the answer is yes. I think the only thing that needs to happen is we need to figure out how to get me there. Yeah. Okay. That's a way cool question. Um, I have a question about the awareness we bring not only to the practice but to our whole day that you were talking about bringing the awareness to different parts of our life or what would you and I guess my question and my interest is I know you spoke about how you, you dealt with it by going and finding the trees on the parking lot. But my question will be throughout the day that we have too many tasks and the phone rings and we get the emails and all this happens. Is it the breath again that we come to to look for awareness? The most? Well, if that's something that actually really helps stabilize your attention and allows you to relax and get perspective, then in anything that you're doing, you can always shift your attention from the email to the breath. The breath will be there even while you're doing the email. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you have the ability to shift your focus on what you're actually primarily attending to. Mm-hmm. Okay? So while you're at the computer, you know, you can set a timer so that every hour it goes off. And when it goes off, you take three breaths. Okay? So you don't need to get up and go on a retreat for a week. You sit at the computer and the bell goes off and then you just focus your attention, no matter in the middle of the email, on your breath. Mm -hmm. And see what that feels like. 
and then begin to get a sense of can that expand so that your attention is rooted in your body and your breath more and more and more, even as you're working on the computer. Now, the computer is particularly difficult because of the way that it pulls your attention and grabs hold of it. Mm-hmm. So to actually work with working on the computer is actually very advanced practice. It's a lot easier to, to do this under a tree because the tree does not grab your attention the way the computer does. The tree is much more generous. Yeah. And so with the computer, sometimes what's needed is a whole series of skillful means about how to navigate the, 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 the way it actually compels your attention. So bells or timers or a screensaver that says relax or breathe. You know, something on your computer that says relax and breathe. Every time your, your computer comes up, if you had that as a screensaver, you would see that how many times a day? Many. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those kinds of things are really skillful. And then maybe it's helpful to have a buddy that once a week or once, twice a week, you just talk to your buddy and you, and you just talk about what it was like for you to work with the various things you were working with in your day. Mm-hmm. Now, I, the group that I just came from are entrepreneurs, you know, and they're committed to not having time. That's sort of like their ethos, you know. And so, you know, the only way this is going to work with them on the onset is to see if we can figure out how for them to do this without actually having to carve out extra time because they don't have it. So, you know, we did standing meditation as they introduced themselves to each other. Okay? So in the stuff that they're normally doing to try and figure out how to bring body awareness to that, next time we do, I'm going to do an iPhone meditation. But where they actually have their awareness suffused in their body and they pull out their iPhone and they're watching what's going on in their body as they're going through the emails and doing the, you know, so that it's actually in context. You know, they're not having to be in a different situation than what they're doing all of the time. Yeah. So maybe a timer. A timer would be helpful, a screensaver would be helpful, and to recognize that at any point in time, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you can always say, what's happening now and how am I reacting to it? Mm-hmm. How does my body feel right now and how am I reacting to those feelings? Mm-hmm. How is my breath right now and how am I relating to that? So that question, what's happening now and how am I relating to it, can be transported into conference rooms and computers and emails and dinner discussions and um, difficulties with partners, you know, screaming kids. It's all there. It's all. It's not something that requires specific conditions. And that's the full awareness of bringing attention into everything that we're doing. You know, getting up, putting your clothes on, brushing your teeth. So sometimes it's helpful for this full awareness practice. You might determine the computer and set timers. Other people might decide doorknobs are their thing. Where every doorknob that they go and touch is going to be like a mindfulness bell. Or, you know, the whole Titnan Han community has made a whole practice out of any time there's a bell and they have chiming bells in every hall, you know, every time there's a bell for the, for the meditation hall or a bell for the meal, that everybody in the monastery stops, you know. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. But they stop. And then they just reflect where they're at and then they continue. And... Something like that is actually tremendously powerful for reminding people, you know, every time you hear a telephone or a bell or your 
buzzer goes off or your alarm goes off or the thing signals that you've got a text, you breathe. You bring your attention to your breath. Mm-hmm. And so in this way, we can set it up so that there's more um, reminders that are happening all the time. But I think also, you know, the commit to sit things and the ways that you can support each other, not just by coming to group, but by connecting with each other outside of group, is really, really invaluable. The way, the way people can actually touch each other and support each other in what's happening in the practice. Any more questions? Steve, would you like to do the meta? Yeah. Should we do some announcements before or after? After. After. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. We'll do about ten minutes of meta meditation, and then afterward we'll have some announcements for things coming up and potlucks, etc. posture something that feels comfortable and reflecting on the practices and the discussion tonight awareness of this body and all of the changes that that entails Bringing the awareness into the heart. The softness and the tender desire to be free from suffering, to be at ease with this body. Treating this body as a friend. Offering this kindness to yourself. Repeating silently to yourself. May I be at ease in this body. be at peace with the changes in this body.
may I be safe. free from suffering. Now allowing the awareness to open to include all of the people in this room. Expanding, including all people in all directions. All beings. Offering this friendship, this loving kindness to all beings. May all beings be at ease.
May all beings be at peace. May all beings be safe. May all beings be free from suffering. 